Hello, everybody, and welcome to Educational Podcasting Today. My name is Jeff Bradbury, and I am your host from the TeacherCast Educational Broadcasting Network. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for making TeacherCast your home for professional development. Today, we're going to be talking all about WordPress. We're going to be talking about our new, brand new, TeacherCast.net website. You see, we've been getting a lot of great feedback from it over the last two weeks since we've relaunched. And I want to talk to you today a little bit about that relaunch, what it took, what we did, how we did it. And over the next few shows, we're going to be diving into the website, talking about the themes, our choices for the theme, different plugins that we're using, most importantly, different plugins that we're not using. And ultimately, I want to give a little bit of an insight up to what has happened to TeacherCast as far as analytics and also the different content that we've been creating. Because a lot of people are looking at the website and have said really nice things. And for everybody out there who's uh, been a new user or a new listener to the show recently, thank you guys out there so much. Um, it's been an amazing journey. And it all really started five years ago. And, and I don't know if this is a midlife crisis or a mid-website crisis if you will, that we've had. But a few weeks ago at school, we had our week off for spring break. And I've been looking at the site and looking at the site going, you know what? It's time for a change. It was two years with our previous theme. And I like the old theme. It, it really is it was it was interesting. It was something different. It was something I wanted to try. I learned a lot with it. But we had a lot of issues. You see, originally the site was built on GoDaddy. And at some point, uh, two, two and a half years ago, I decided that I wanted to make a change away from GoDaddy on, a, on what's called a shared server. And I wanted to, uh, you know, kind of mess around in the big boy universe here. I was learning a lot about WordPress, and I thought it was time to graduate to something bigger. So long story short, I moved everything from GoDaddy over to Bluehost. But that wasn't easy. And it took a little bit of help from our friends over at EduBlogs. Um, lots of, I'll be honest, lots of free tech support from our friends over at uh, EduBlogs. And they were wonderful. Even uh, two years ago in Atlanta, EduBlogs was uh, kind enough to lift our website out of the clouds and host it for about a month until I got everything situated and taken care of. But once I got everything over to Bluehost, I started playing with it and messing with it and tweaking it and learning a lot and can't tell you how many hours at that point I was spending on tech support with Bluehost. And I highly recommend Bluehost, uh, just as I highly recommend uh, EduBlogs, if you're looking for a great um, inexpensive blogging platform, if you will. But the thing is, when we did that, there was just a lot of bulk code. I, I, again, I like the theme that we had, but there was just a lot of code in there that was slowing things down. And we're going to talk a little bit later on in this program about the differences between the two themes, the, the, the current theme and how it runs, and the previous theme. But let's talk a little bit about my decision to go from GoDaddy to Bluehost two years ago. You see, most people, when they look at the differences between WordPress.com and WordPress.org, we say that you know WordPress.com is a company. It's owned by a company called Automatic. And if you are starting out and you don't know anything about blogging or you just want something that's going to be quick and easy, you can get a great-looking website over at WordPress.com. You can get one at EduBlogs. I, I recommend them both. I kind of recommend EduBlogs uh, a little bit more than WordPress, but that's for another blog post and another, another podcast perhaps. But if you're looking to really design something, you want to look into WordPress.com. Org, which you know we look at as a blogging platform, but we also look at it as a content management system. It is a way to, for free, 
download the program or the application called WordPress, and after purchasing a domain and purchasing hosting, you have the ability to upload and build your own site. Again, we call this a content management system, or we might say CMS. And really, that's where the difference is between where I was with GoDaddy. GoDaddy, I moved into what's called a shared server, which is a physical drive that is owned by GoDaddy, but is also used by several other people. So think of it as being one hard drive that multiple people are running their websites off of. And, and if you're, again, if you're starting off, this is great. You can find hosting at a, a variety of places. Sometimes you can even find hosting for like two to three bucks a month. Very, very cheap. But with cheap hosting comes cheap responsibilities. And so one of the downsides to having shared hosting you have to understand is that you could have a perfectly great website and you're happy with it and it all works. But if some other person, if another account on that same hard drive happens to be wonky, goes down, or gets a major spike in their traffic, good for them. But if that server goes crazy, your website is affected by it. So TeacherCast two years ago at the time was getting really, really big. The numbers were doing amazing. The traffic was awesome. And I noticed that things were slowing down. So that's what made me decide to change things from GoDaddy over to Bluehost. Bluehost um, at the time provided dedicated, well, it still does, provides dedicated WordPress hosting, as does GoDaddy, but I wanted a, a little bit you know, different scenery. And so I decided to purchase what's called a VPS or a virtual private server. I think that's what it is. Uh, Double check me on that one. But essentially, I, at that point in time, purchased or rented maybe a server of my own over at Bluehost. And that's where I decided to build TeacherCast as well as the websites for various other uh, professional development conferences, and you know, I put a couple of friends of mine on there. And after a while, it just got cluttered. It just got slowed down. Page speed was bad. Um, we're going to talk a little bit um, in this episode about something called bounce rate. Bounce rate is essentially if you go to a website for the first time, or if you go to a website and you leave after the first page. Um, that is bounce rate. How many? What's the percentage of people that come to your website and leave without actually clicking on another page? And so what I was finding was that, A, my website was getting slower. B, the traffic was getting higher. Um, D, the C, I guess it is, the, uh, the bounce rate on it was, oh, goodness, it was like 75%, 80%. It was really high because what was happening was people were finding us on Twitter and checking out the website or checking out a blog post or a podcast or something, and then they would leave. And, and there's a lot of factors that, that kind of went into that. But essentially, over time, things, like I said, slowed down. So I wanted to take advantage of some of the things that I have learned over the last two years and really do things right. So I learned a little bit about something called... M-A-M-P, or MAMP, which is essentially a program or an application that you download onto your hard drive, onto your personal computer, and you can actually design WordPress locally. Now, I'm not suggesting that anybody try this. There was a huge learning curve, and I got a lot of free private lessons from people I I met over, over time online. But MAMP, and I believe the other version is WAMP, which is Windows version, so M is for Mac. And I decided to to build WordPress or build this website from scratch 
without anything locally because if you're building it locally then you don't have to constantly refresh and have your website ping to the cloud and ping back down you're essentially pinging to your local hard drive so everything you can do is one run quickly one of the other things i wanted to do when redoing this website is to not bring over all the baggage you see so often people take their current website and they take all the content and then they start by deactivating plugins and changing themes and doing all this stuff and I didn't want to have all that extra code. So we installed MAMP onto my Mac Pro and we downloaded a fresh copy of WordPress. So literally I was out of the box starting fresh. This was awesome. This was important. This was really cool that we were doing this. And and when I say we, it it it's it, it, you know, you don't do these things without help. You don't go, you know, everyone says have a backup. Well, backup is for data and backup is also for yourself. You always want to make sure that you have a couple of good friends available. And so a few weeks ago, I decided to let's just take a shot at, at designing this. What do we want WordPress to look like? What do I want the next version of TeacherCast to look like? And I knew that July 11th, I'll say this a lot, but July 11th is my five-year anniversary here. And I wanted to come up with something that was going to be launching right around ISTE. And I would call that my five-year anniversary, and it was going to be great. Well, if you know anything about me, you realize Jeff doesn't sleep when he's busy and when he's got things going. And of course, you know, again, we had a week off and I found myself waking up at, oh, 1.30 in the morning after going to sleep around midnight. And next thing I know, the new version of TeacherCast was designed in like four days. And a lot of that stuff went into that. I, I kind of did a lot of soul searching on this and I did a lot of um, testing and I looked at a lot of things here. First of all, I wanted to ask myself, what does TeacherCast look like? Well, I realized that TeacherCast actually has about 50 writers to it. I, I never really realized that because the other theme wasn't designed for multiple writers. So I wanted to find a theme that had a newspapery, magazine-y feel to it and something that had an author box. That was really, really important to me. And I wanted to make sure that we could set something up so that if a teacher such as yourself is interested in working with us here at TeacherCast, you can log in and set things up. So I wanted to make sure that we had a theme and, and, and a workflow that not only would feature teachers and feature educational technology companies, but really feature the content rather than featuring the graphics, if you will. And so... I went around and I started to do a poll of different websites. I looked at the biggies, the ones that I look up to, the ones that I'm trying to make TeacherCast emulate. I looked at the Edutopias, the Edudemics, the Teach Thoughts, all those kinds of newspaper magazines. And I asked myself, what is it about those sites that looks good? What is it about those sites that generates traffic? And how do those sites work? I also then looked at all the top bloggers. I went out to friend sites like Richard Byrne and Angela's and, 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 and all these different major, major bloggers that are out there that we know when we watch. And I said, what is it about those pieces of content or those websites that works? And then I did something a little bit to the left. I started looking at WordPress gurus. And I looked at people like Chris Lemma. I looked at people like Jason Tucker, WP Watercooler. I looked at WP Beginner. And I looked at Yoast. All these people that are in the WordPress scape that aren't teacher educators. And I looked at what they were doing. And then I actually went out and I looked at theme developers. And I figured out what kinds of themes are fast 
and what kinds of themes are not fast and how these different themes are built. And all of that came down to a lot of research and a lot of focus marketing where um, was able to take a lot of screenshots and, 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 and really dive into what kind of theme teacher cast should be and what it should have. Also, while I was going through all of those people's um, blog posts and, and just doing a lot of market research, if you will, I started to do a lot of work on the back end of their websites where I was able to look at, and this is all public stuff, what the title of their pages is, meaning how do they have their titles set up, and I also took a look at what their descriptions were because one of the things that I'm really, really a, a major nerd for is SEO, search engine optimization. I'm really, really big on how does Google find me. I'm, uh, you, you hear me say this often at conferences, but your number one audience, I believe, is Google. If Google can't find you, then nobody can find you. So I like making sure that everything is searchable for humans, and most importantly, it's searchable for the searchable engines. So there's a lot of factors that went into this. I finally decided that I wanted to do some kind of a newspaper theme. And so then I, 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 I went shopping and I shopped and I shopped and I probably shopped for about a week or so. And I'm one of those, I don't have a problem making mistakes. And I'm also one of those people that I don't have a problem saying that I'm wrong because after all, when you're looking at putting together a website, you want to make it right no matter what the cost is. So long story short, um, I found a theme that was interesting to me. And I wasn't sure if I wanted it or not, but I decided, well, I've got two options here. I've got my current teacher cast theme, and I've got this new theme that I'm interested in purchasing. And if you've never purchased a theme, a theme can be anywhere from 50 bucks to 150 bucks. And you might say, well, that's a lot of money, but not if it's your business, not if it's you know, something that you're going to be using to help you know, provide income for yourself, which we all should be thinking about when we're blogging or when, when we have something similar to this. So I started to first look at the free options. I took the theme that I had and I designed various homepages and various layouts thinking, all right, well, what if I just took, the, took what I have and changed it around a little bit? And I shared that around and I believe the, the overall consensus from friends of mine was, yuck, god awful, and please don't ever show me that again. And that was good because that helped me kind of hit that rock bottom of, all right, current theme isn't going to work. Let's try something different. So then I actually went up, and, and true story here, I couldn't sleep. 12.30 in the morning, woke up and purchased this theme. It was like 60 bucks. And it was a newspaper theme. And I should have known better because it was version 1 or version 1 1.2. or it was, you know, it, was, it was a really new theme. But I thought it was good. I thought it had a lot of options to it. I thought you can change it around a lot. I, 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 I believed in this thing, right? Or at least I thought I did. So I downloaded the theme, tried it out, put some stuff on there, messed around with some content, um, and quickly realized that, oops, made a mistake, shouldn't have spent the money, Theme was still new. There was a lot of options that you couldn't do with it. And, and frankly, it wasn't, I wasn't feeling the teacher cast vibe. Um, you, you know, when you build a website or when you create a resume or when you're doing something, you, you know, you just get that feeling like, I know what this is. I know where this is going to be. I felt that, you know, five years ago when I woke up in the morning and boom, there was an apple in my head. And boom, there was this website that I, I just had to get out and I had to build this thing for the first time. And I wasn't feeling it. So 
3 o'clock in the morning that day, I just did a quick Google search for top-rated WordPress newspaper themes, I think is what it was. And a, a bunch of them came up. And, you know, if you just type in top themes or top podcasting themes or top blogging themes, you know, everyone's going to have these top ten lists of the reasons why. But I went through all of them, and I found a theme that I really, really fell in love with. And it's a theme that is downloaded over 25, I believe it is, thousand times. So you know it's popular. And when I'm looking for themes, I'm looking for a few things. Number one, what's the version number? And yeah, yeah, like I said, I made a mistake by buying a theme that was on version one. Never, never, never buy a theme that's on version one. Because you want to have other people test out the bugs for you. You want to have that theme developer have a track record of updating it. You see, the thing is with the other teacher cast theme, the one I just replaced, that theme was updated probably every two weeks. Doesn't mean that I updated my theme every two weeks, but you knew that the developers were there and they were supporting it and they were building a community and they were they were building their lives off of this theme and all the money that was coming in from people p- purchasing that theme. The, the t- theme, I think, was like 59 bucks or something like that. So 25,000 people on this theme, and I noticed that it had a track record of every month, every month and a half or so, uh, it updated, and there was new features being updated. It wasn't just patching up bugs um, every time WordPress uh, did a dot release or an upgrade release. And you could do a lot of things with it, but it was kind of different. Um, it is a newspaper theme, and the neat part about it is the way that you can customize it, but also the neat thing about it is the way that it is made for authors. You can do multiple authors on a post. You can do multiple featured images on a post. You can do carousels. You can do top 10 lists. You can do reviews. You can do ratings. I picked a theme that I can really sink my teeth into as a developer, as a designer, and I picked something that I can easily come up and create quick content, and I can do it from anywhere. And so I tried making a few dummy posts before I got into it. This was, you know, four or five o'clock in the morning. And I realized that it doesn't take much energy to create a post, put a graphic on it, make it look nice, and ship it out. So there I was in the morning on my local server, and I decided, all right, this might have been the second theme that I bought for that night, but this was the one that we were going to go to. And you know that feeling of once you make that decision, there's kind of no turning back. Let's have some fun. So what I did from that point is I took all the content off of TeacherCast. We just did a quick export and import into into uh, the new theme, which was on local. And of course, from there, you realized that, well, all the featured images have different dimensions. All the posts need to be redone. I need to make users for all of the authors. I can't just have Jeff be the user for everybody. And at the bottom, it says, you know, written by Sam. I've got to make authors. So it, it was a lot of a lot of work. Probably took me six, five or six days to actually do the developing, the designing, and of course, a lot of that was sending screencasts back and forth to my friends um, as far as, you know, do you like this? Do you not like this? How's the color scheme? And I want to stop right now and just give a big shout out to a few people. Melissa 
Emler, hope I'm saying your name right, Melissa, was an amazing, amazing support group and really, really kicked me in the butt for where I should be and what I should be doing. Um, she and I voxed back and forth several times. We took a few phone calls back and forth. She was absolutely my, my WordPress therapist when it came time to all of this stuff and really helped me set things up. I also sent a lot of A-B tests around to my Voxer groups and to various people on, on social media and stuff. And we came up with a few different things. So let's talk a little bit about the design of this site and, and why this is more Google-friendly than my previous site. You see, the previous site was all done in something called Visual Composer, which I recommend, although it does slow down your site. But if you're not a coder and you're not somebody that wants to really learn how to CSS and, and, and tweak things around, I highly recommend getting a site that says... Uh, Visual Composer. It's a, it's a simple plugin that you have the opportunity of adding things wherever you want, again, without needing to use coding. However, everything on my older theme was CS. Uh, well, sorry, was Visual Composer by page. On the new theme, it's all Visual Composer by category. And I did a lot of research on this, and Google actually likes categories better than pages. And I think the reason why is because categories are dynamic. Every time you put a new post, the category changes. Um, most people have category sitemaps. And if that's a big word, we'll hit that sometime soon. Um, they don't have sitemaps for their pages. But, but either way, the new theme we're able to take a category. Let's say it's the Microsoft page or the Tech Educator podcast category. And instead of me making a page for it and then sticking content on there, it's actually able to format the category. And every category can have a different look, a different feel, different background colors. I'm able to now completely redesign these, these categories by... Um, just however I need to, I guess, is the right way of putting it at this point. You know, before I had a page for the Tech Educator Show and the App Spotlight Show and the TeacherCast podcast and my my reviews and my live binders, and I don't have that anymore, but everything is done by category, so I really do have it. And also, we're able to SEO everything to really the nth degree. It's been a really, really big lesson for me here on search engine optimization. We are definitely going to do a show sometime on search engine optimization. I want to kind of pause here. And if you have any questions about themes or search engine or plugins, please reach out. You can find us on Twitter at TeacherCast. Or, of course, you can email us over at feedback at TeacherCast.net. We'd love to hear from you. And we'd love to get some, uh, some good dialogue going. I want to help you guys make a great website and a great podcast. And we're going to do so together. All right, so there we were. We have our new theme. We have our content. It is time to upload our content. And, and you realize the first thing that you want to do when you're uploading your content is to create a backup. And I can't tell you how many times this has failed me. And there's two parts to a WordPress website. There's the actual content, and then there's the database. And the database isn't big. The database is just a big, huge text file, if you will, that has the, instead of a .txt or a .doc or whatever, it's .sql, and we refer to that as SQL. And so you, if you're going to do something like this, you really want to start to look at how to run SQL files. And again, that's, a, that's the database that tells everything where to go, what color, how it works. And then you have this folder inside your WordPress um, folder called 
my content. And that's where your themes, your plugins, your featured images, all of that stuff is. And for some reason, um, my, my content folder was actually about nine gigs big. And I needed to figure out a way to put that up onto Bluehost's servers. And I kid you not, um, FTP is not the quickest thing in the world. Not at all. So um, I actually had to start the process, and the process lasted five days. Because for whatever reason, again, FTP is not the quickest thing in the world. I found myself uploading files to Bluehost server at the lightning speed of 0.7 megs per second. 0.7 megs per second. So automatically you're sitting there right now going, oh, that's going to take a long time. And again, it took me about five days and lots of phone calls to Bluehost, but the Bluehost people are awesome. So once I got everything finally uploaded and it sunk, then I had to tweak everything on my uh, what I was calling my developmental folder, my developmental server on Bluehost. So I was running TeacherCast live, and I also had the new version, which was basically waiting in the wings, and I was trying to get things updated and get RSS feeds taken care of and stuff. And so after a period of time, I just decided, look, this is ridiculous because every time I did a new podcast, I would have to put it up on the live show site, which meant I had to reformat it and redo all the graphics and remake it better. And then I had to double post it over to the new site. And it just, again, taking too much time. So this project that I wanted to have launch in July actually launched about three months early. But the result is a brand new site. And I'm so happy that everybody has been enjoying it. And I want to say thank you guys out there again just for checking it out. Um, one of the most nervous parts of this entire process was actually going into the live folder in my Bluehost account and deleting it. And because you're, got, you're talking about a folder that's you know, 10, 15 gigabytes big, um, it, it really is like watching your kid go away. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, and those of you who know me know I know what that's like. Um, one minute you're refreshing your page and there's TeacherCast and it looks great and it's fantastic. And you know it's going away as soon as you hit that delete button. And I would say about 20 minutes later it was finished deleting all the files. And then you do that refresh and it just says no website found. And you kind of cry a little bit. But that's then started the process of let's port the new site into the folder. And... That wasn't that bad of a process. I think that still took me overnight to get all the files transferred over, to get the RSS uh, hooked up, to get all the the images redone. And you know, the hard part about all this is just keeping track. I definitely recommend if you're going to be redesigning your website before you do anything, have a checklist. I need to have this finished. I need to have this finished in this order. You know, for me, it's things like make sure your SEO is copied over. Make sure that all the plugins that you're going to be using, you have access to all of the activation codes. Because a lot of plugins that I use have activation codes. Um, also, all the RSS feeds that go out to iTunes. Make sure you know the paths. Make sure you have all the new featured images. For those podcast images, everything had to be written down and completely organized. Um, and so... Right there, my biggest piece of advice, stay organized and don't try to get to it. You know, don't go to step four before completing step 
three. So right now, it, uh, it is Saturday, May 7th. We have a new website. It's been going strong for the last two weeks. Um, I, it's been amazing. Let's talk a little bit about bounce rate one more time here because I'm, I'm kind of nifty on this feature. Again, bounce rate is the percentage of people that come to your website and before clicking on another page, they bounce. They leave. And a lot of that has to do with page speed. A lot of that might have to do with the type of content. You know, I do a lot of podcasting show notes. So there's not a lot for people to sink their teeth into on a show notes page. They're either going to watch the show or they're going to listen to the show or they're going to go, oh, I'm done. And that's a very, very important number, I feel, when you're looking at websites. Again, we had a bounce rate on the previous site of a between 75, 70 or so, 85%, which is extremely ridiculously high. I'm really, really happy on this new theme. Our bounce rate actually for the first three days was under 2%. And I think over the last 14 days, it's averaged about 5 to 6.5% depending on, depending on the day and what, you know, what gets posted and what's new and stuff like that. But to go from 75% bounce rate down to 7% or 4%, it, it's amazing. It really, really is. When you're looking at the time of um, possession, I guess it will, before an average person would be on our, our, our website for about a minute and a half over the last two weeks, the time of possession on our website has been in the three to four minute sites. Before people would have a an, an average page view of about one to one point three pages per person. Now our average page view per person is around three, three and a half. I've even on some days seen fours and fives as far as how many pages per person are you doing that? And all of that comes down to two factors, I believe. Number one, the theme and the way that we set up the navigation just makes everything easy. And I hope you're finding it easy. When you, sc- when you scroll down halfway through the page, we have more options coming in. Under the, option, under the author bar, we have other articles written by the author or other articles within the same genre. Um, and, and everything is just so much cleaner on how to do that. The other thing that we updated was our hard drive. You see, when I first moved over to Bluehost, I was still trying to keep things on the cheap. So we signed up for a virtual private server. And it was two gigs of RAM and two cores. And so if in all this process, um, I decided to up my plan to four gigs of RAM and four cores and an extra 35 bucks a month. So just by doubling everything, automatically your page views are going to go up because your pages are going to be loading quicker. Quicker loader pages, more people have access to view more content quicker. So there's a lot of other things that are going on in there. But overall, I am extremely happy with the way that the audience looks at it. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the color scheme because I wanted to pick colors that would make not only the Apple logo pop out, but also kind of give a flair that, you know, that traditional teacher cast was always greenish and reddish. And so, and I do want to give a shout out to a great friend of ours, Adam Bello from Edu Clipper. And you can check him out on Twitter at Adam Bello. Um, Adam and I were, were just DMing back and forth once. And I said, look, I've got this green. I've got this red. But it's really, really like in your face. I was basically just trying like the default red and the default green. So it really looked like Teacher Casco's Christmas. And I don't know where he pulled it from. But he just kind of he just sent me a DM of this swatch 
with these two colors, and immediately I changed the hex colors on it, and that is the colors that you see now. It really makes the apple stand out. It really makes the logo stand out, and it's easier on the eyes. And so that is the that is the red that you see. That's the red that's in all of my H1 tags and my, my borders and stuff. I don't know how we did it. Adam found the right colors for TeacherCast, and I want to say thank you to all of that stuff. So long and short, we have a new website. I'm really, really excited about it. We're going to be talking a lot about this over the next few shows. I promise you now that I'm able to do this and produce more content quicker, we're going to be going into how to do podcasting, how to make a podcast, how to do a website, and we're going to dive into all the different plugins. One of the neat features, again, about this theme is that I can do ratings and reviews on my posts. So from there, I'm going to be doing a plugin review. I'm probably going to be doing a podcasting equipment review. Um, so definitely stick with TeacherCast. Check it out. One of the things that I'm still working on, and I'm looking for anybody out there to get some advice on this, I want to figure out what I can do for my newsletter giveaway. You see, I, I, I originally had something up there of like, here's 100 free resources for your classroom, and that was very successful. And then we went over and we had um, Sam Patterson do a 25 ways to do coding or 25 great coding um, resources ebook. And that was successful. But with a new website comes a new freebie. So I'm looking for suggestions on what might be of interest to you. I don't really want to do the here's a free Google guide. I respect everybody out there who's doing that. I don't want to be a part of that. I want to I want to give something other than like here's five Google tips on Google drawings or something like that. So um, what do you guys think? Uh, email me, feedback at teachercast.net. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to get some ideas on what we can do. also like to get some ideas on what kind of content that's out there. I don't want to be um, lumped into the same type of, you know, content that other people are doing the hey google has a new update or hey did you see this microsoft thing i want to try to carve a different niche with TeacherCast. that's why we're doing this show on educational podcasting i want to help you be a better podcaster and be a better website designer so check that out one of the new features that we're also going to be putting out is a top 10 list um and the top 10 list has been hugely successful and uh the first one that we did was top 10 uh, what did we put here? Last week we did top 10 STEM educators. And just to tell you a little bit about the theme and how that works, that little post of top 10 STEM educators had about 8,000 hits in the first four days. It took off. It was amazing. Um, so check out our top 10 list. We're going to be doing that. Um, this week here, tomorrow, May 7th, May 8th, we're going to be doing top 10 educators to follow who use Minecraft, and I'm hoping that that one works out really well. So check that out. Top 10 STEM educators, top 10 Minecraft educators, um, and then also the first one that we did was top 10 educational podcasters. So um, lots of neat things going on here. I hope you have a moment to check out the new TeacherCast website. I'm excited about it. I hope you're excited about it. Um, one, of course... Not, you know, I don't want to leave this show without giving a big shout out to at base gen one. Uh, my wife has been wonderful and supportive over the last five years. And of course, so have the edu triplets. And uh, we'll be having some pretty big announcements about the edu triplets over the next few months. Um, there's been a lot that's happening with our son, Chris. Many of you guys know he's still lives in the hospital after 29 months, hasn't been home yet. But hopefully in the next few uh, weeks, if not month or so, we'll have a, a, a major 
major announcement to talk about with all that. So I'm going to leave you right there. And if you want to find me online, you can find us, of course, on teachercast.net. You can find us on Twitter at teachercast. Leave us a voice message over at teachercast.net slash voicemail. Let me know what you think about this website. I'm really, really excited. If there's things that you're like, Jeff, this is great, but try this. I'm open for suggestions. Um, Even this morning, I'm trying to figure out how to make the website faster for everybody. So um, check it out. Please let us know what you think. Um, And and also, feel free to suggest some topics here. Um, If you are an educational podcaster, I would love to interview you. Uh, This show here, Educational Podcasting Today, uh, is designed to feature podcasters and WordPress people but mostly for podcasters to show off what they're doing and how they're doing it. want to give a big shout-out to the Education Podcasting Network. Uh, Chris Nessie and everybody over there has been doing some pretty cool things. They, we just celebrated one year of Educational Podcasting Network. Check them out today. Um, really, really neat stuff. And uh, if you guys are out there watching, thank you all for the support on the Voxer Group, on the emails, on the Twitters. Uh, this website would not be available and would not be uh, as dynamic as it is without the push of the Educational Podcasting Network. So thank you, Chris. Thank you, uh, Melissa. Thank you, Jeff Herb. And uh, thank you, Dave Jackson and everybody out there who was helping me out with this. Really, really wonderful. It is a bright future for TeacherCast. It is a long future for TeacherCast. And coming up here on five years, thank you so much. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for listening to me rant today about our new website. It is going to be a fun summer, and I'm looking forward to it. On behalf of everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Broadcasting Network, keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions on your podcasts.